gonna be on that platform okay but why do we see because I come there too right yeah but like why do we put it on that platform why do we stop making it for us that's the tough part right definitely because the last two songs I wrote man those are definitely like mm mhm you know but Shouldn't that always be? For sure. You know? But I definitely feel that expectation of, like, making it more relatable sometimes. And that's... That's the problem. That pisses me off. Yeah. That really does. Yeah. Because, like, then... Where do you stop? Yeah. Like, who do you stop bending to? Yeah. And then at some point, you're looked upon, like, how you look at your heroes and how I look at mine. Mm Mm-hmm. We say that they suck the dick, but like, really what happened is they bent to everybody because their priorities shifted from making it for themselves, which made you really like them, to making it for you. But the thing is, is that you think that there's only one you that they're making music for, but they're making it for all of the yous, every single person out there. And so like, of course, it's not going to relate to you as much because we, you know, they've sold out to the masses yeah. instead of staying true to like just themselves and not worrying about what money yeah. fame notoriety yeah. right all of this shit that comes with people thinking that you're amazing at something because they've been conditioned to believe that that's what's important in life is to scream for the Beatles but not become the Beatles yourself right that's my biggest that's my big fight I don't ever want to be at Comic Con. That's why I don't want to, like, me myself, I never want to go up and accept an award for, like, great work because I don't want to accept that I was doing it for them. Right. Right. Right? I've done enough for them. And they don't even know it yet. Right? I just feel like my entire life has been for people, for them. And I never did it about me, and that's why now, today, I hate it. Because deep down, I don't really like them. The masses, the mob, the people that are are A-OK with the amount of fear that I feel going through an imaginary line on an imaginary place. That sucks, man. Right, and they don't give a shit. None of them care about how I feel about that and that's like dude that's my biggest fear because what happens if I don't get home they can just take you from there and no one hears from you again and people are just like well if you haven't done anything wrong blah 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 all of that shit they don't care they don't give a fuck these people are maniacs Anybody that believes in guarding should, imaginary no places... should ever say some shit like that in this world. Like, currently. 
No. If they weren't doing, look how many people died for doing nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. How <laughs> many black people are not alive today for just being black in a car? Right. Like, and I mean, on just the multiple instances on everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, you know, like that's a huge fear of mine, man. It's not to not be welcomed back into a country. It's to disappear in the wrong kind of way. No phone calls, no nothing. Right? But then again, maybe I'm just being paranoid. And that's where it gets into my head too, and I start digging myself into that trench as well. So... You know, I just try and make it through the day. And I know the day's coming up. Yeah, I know that day is fucking heading fast upon us. Sprint here. Right? So, like... I'm excited that you're gonna make music. Yeah, bro. Because <laughs> that's all I can focus on. Right? And me writing my stuff and bro. doing that, right? I'm just gonna be a lot more productive when I get home. Like, after my second workout, that's the problem, you know, like, just acclimated into that shit alone mm-hmm. is a fucking, and I know it takes, like, damn near three weeks of doing that consistently for you, you know, like, just with the workout in the morning, it took me forever to be consistent, and now I gotta get that one in, but it's a after dinner, I'm gonna be more productive, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's, I get in that car in the morning, I think about every single thing that I could have done last night. To one, be better prepared for my day. Two, to be better prepared for the next day. To be better prepared for the next week, etc., etc. And uh, I think I'm just going through an extreme dissonance with myself, uh, consciously making decisions that I know I shouldn't do, and then going around and being mad about it with myself. You know, like just arguing back and forth, like. Well, you said you didn't care that you were going to consciously do this, and then the next one is, but now you feel the weight, and the this, and the that, and the, all the things that came making those decisions, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know I shouldn't have fucking asked. I know. You know? But the thing is, is that it's not about knowing you shouldn't do it. And it's also about asking yourself honestly why you did. Yeah, I know. I do. I, I know why. I know why. Right. I fucking love her. Hmm? I love her. Okay, but that's still not an excuse to do it. No, I mean, I feel like that's the reason I did it. You know, I'm going to say it's an excuse or just the reason. Because it's comfortable? Because love is one thing, and I get all of that, but there's also still a reason why you're doing it. Because you can love her and not do that. Not do that. Right? It's right. definitely comfortable. It's yeah. great. Right? Like, I miss that comfortability with someone. Right. Like, to walk around the room naked, like, with them to lay there. Who? And to be comfortable and just talk. And, I don't know. I miss that, you know. Like, that connection with mm-hmm. someone somebody who knows you, 
Yeah. You know, like somebody who like actually knows you and like gets why you do certain things and think the way you think the certain things or someone you taught you, you know. Like I taught her how to understand, you know. Like I taught her how to cheat on me. Like I taught her all of it. You know, and it's just like miss that. You know. Mm-hmm. I miss that, you know. It's almost better sometimes just to have it the moment that it's like you're broken up yeah. to have all of that just sort of like erase yeah. from temporary memory yeah. Yeah. go to long term storage and you can't have access to it for a couple of years think about how little you'd actually think about them yeah right Really? Yeah. Like, about that? About, like, just the energy. I don't feel it, you know? Like, all day, you know? Is it nervous energy? For sure. Are you pregnant? <laughs> but, like, why can't it feel like that if you're having, like... If you're being reborn... Why wouldn't it feel like that? Where is it about here? Yeah, bro, it's like this whole section. Do you feel it? How often do you feel that? I mean, I get that uncertainty right here often. Especially, um, like, when I get high. Like, at the, 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 the come up of any drug. Mm -hmm. Like, I run through all the, the emotions or things that I'm ignoring. Mm-hmm. Everything, and then you know I get over it. Recently, it's just been like right there in the pit of my stomach, man. That feeling, and it feels a little different. You know, this doesn't feel like the normal uncertainty I feel. This feels like it feels like everything around me is changing. You know, you know, but everything's the same. Still looks the same. Still looks the same. But it's not the same. You're not looking in the right spot. Mm -mm. The reason why, think of it as a tree. And think of it in a forest of other trees. Right? And for the longest time, you were at the same height as all those other trees. So, of course, you'd see that perspective all that time. You'd see them, you'd see the rest, you'd see the ground, you'd see above you, all of that. But now let's say that you grew in your patch and the rest of the trees did not grow. You'd still be the same tree. You'd still be in the same area. You'd still see the same things, but from a different angle now. And that's the hard part to realize, is that we've grown. 
we've changed. It's not, it's not everything around us that's changed. We have. And now it's up to us to adapt back in. Or do what we can to shift that yeah. so that it balances for us. And I'm super tired <laughs> of, of tapping back in. <laughs> I would much rather shift it yeah. to balances for us. 100%. Get in there. I'm just getting fed up. But that's a part of it. You're rewriting all of your emotions. Takes time. It's an absolute song called Time. Time. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I play it for you, but I know you don't care to hear it. I don't care to hear much anymore. No. <laughs> Unless it's something that we create. That's why I freestyle so much in the car now. Because mm -hmm. other people's rap bores me. Imagine watching what should be the biggest movie. Probably will end up being, if it does well in theaters and whatnot, the biggest movie of all time ever. Damn. And being kind of boring. <laughs> Like there's not to give like too many spoilers away. Yeah. Um there's like moments where Hawkeye does impress me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's when he's just fighting humans. Right, right. Right? Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then there's another scene. Yeah. Right. And this confirms is confirms what you Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck like, you. Completely. I was just like, ah, oh, God bless you, Thor. <laughs> Oh no, it's not Thor, it's uh, Iron Man, I think it is, or someone like that, yeah. yeah. It's like at the, it's near the end of the movie, it's like at two hours in, yeah. and then there's, there's this like, um, there's this moment of like, utter chaos, yeah. and Iron Man just puts a shield up for, like all the rest of the superheroes, yeah. like are able to block their stuff, yeah. right? And then Iron Man puts up like, does like, his like, armor, yeah. and then puts up a shield for, for Hawkeye. For Hawkeye. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Damn. So funny. Cause he has such such promise. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like he he's like that amazing basketball player. Right? Yeah. Or like I'm just gonna put it so it's probably the most condescending way I can put it. Towards like all people. He is the best female basketball player <laughs> on the planet <laughs> trying out for the NBA because the WNBA no longer does it for her. <laughs> like the Michael Jordan and LeBron James of her right. you know, time. Yeah. And she tries out for the NBA. Right. And now it's just and she gets on a team because it's nice and gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called the Avengers. Right. <laughs> right. But she's like the eighth or ninth player on the bench and rarely gets any playtime. Because 
You've got the Hulk, yeah. Thor, yeah. Cap, Iron Man, Spider Man, right. Ant Man, right. who still yeah. is a superhero in his yeah. own way. Yeah, I mean it's it's dope. That right. sub that subatomic yeah. shit, wild, crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's his suit, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. and like all that stuff. So if you give that to Hawkeye, I mean, yeah, yeah. same, same. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, um, better. Because, like, at the quantum level? Yeah. Eh. Okay. <laughs> You're not really needing accuracy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right? You're yeah. going to be pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your superpower? Accuracy. Right. <laughs> Marksmanship. Right. Um, let's see. Who else am I missing on this team? Black Panther? Yeah. Oh, he's in there. He's part of like a, like yeah. even like if you go like Marvel Squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. the X Men. Yeah. He's not even any like he'd never be able to be accepted into that you know school. Who he is? You know Hot Sauce? No. Uh, Hot Sauce is uh, is the uh, like trick basketball league, like people who do like oh like NBA NBA what, street stuff. What like, used to be um, like Hot Sauce is a player. Yeah, yeah, he's like the. It's the um, what's that called? And one. And one, yes. Yeah. He's hot sauce. We can't play professional. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he like, is, dominates uh, the uh yeah. the street. Oh one hundred percent. Dominates. Goes half man, the, half amazing. Yeah, it goes into the NBA. Remember that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the NBA just was like <laughs> sorry. Like he, he he's he'll, like he'll, he'll get drafted on a team but like they'll never play him because no. like if LeBron's on the court, he's, he's like, <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, you, sorry, how many points did you get in the end one league? Yeah, 30? You see those dribbles, man. Like, he what? Yeah, exactly, right? Like, <laughs> crossing people up, you know, the crazy tricks. Pass it to somebody else can shoot it. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, his first game, he does all of those things, and, like, he gets through his whole routine there. And then the guy just picks him, right, like picks the, and just like taps it, and like two guys go down and dunk it, and they run back, and they're just like, welcome to the league, bro. Welcome to the league, bitch. <laughs> like, it's that, it's that pitcher who has a really great fastball, right? and it's like, he's, he's 19, 20 years old, and he gets the first game in the major leagues, gets brought up, throws and he just it. fucking throws it right down the middle. Home run. First pitch. Home run. Home run. <laughs> Just throw straight home runs the whole game. <laughs> Might get him off. <laughs> Why did we let him play seven innings? <laughs> oh my god. I want to see it though, man. I do. It's 21 nothing. <laughs> Why did we let him go so long? We wanted to just give him the shittiest game, apparently. <laughs> right. What do you want to see? Oh, Endgame? Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. I get it, man. For, like, a hardcore fan, yeah. wet dream. Right, I bet. 100%. And I just want to, like, because I'm recording some of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, For the yeah. record, yeah. I thought of that ending. Not the ending ending, yeah. but, like, what happens in there yeah. was extremely similar to the ending of like union in one way wow yeah it's crazy yeah wow yeah now i'm interested in mm-hmm so just for the record right 
yeah. I didn't steal shit. Right. I'd already had it. Right. I'd already talked to people. Indeed. I already explained it to you once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but like. Okay, well, I'm gonna try to not remember. So I. No, nah, you. I don't think you remember it all anyway, so it's fine. Talked a lot. It's crazy how much, like, that's the whole point is that I know that show. Right? We've talked about it a bunch, but how much do you really remember? I mean, I remember a good bit. Good yeah. bit? Yeah, a good bit. Right? Yeah. But, like, it's like, I think when you create it... Yeah, oh, for sure. Right? You, you know just ins and know outs. it. Yeah, it's, it's, you better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you better. that was, like, my, that was one of my big beefs with people who have dogs. Not necessarily, you can do it with cats, dogs are really easy, you can't do it with bunnies, so I'd never expect it with Onyx, right? right, right. right? But would be to, I knew Buddy through and through. I learned his behavior, I understood what he wanted, when he wanted, what he was doing, all of those things to the best of my ability, and I was right most of the time, right? I could understand him all because I just knew him. I paid attention enough, I just went over the same routines enough, did the same stuff enough to really understand that in this situation, how is he going to act, right? And the other, the only thing is, is that 100% of the time, the only animal that I could stop him from chasing 100% of the time, coyotes. <laughs> he wanted to fuck them up. <laughs> oh, man. He was so mad at me one day because he caught one in a bush. And I was like, buddy, you get away. You step back, man. He was like, mm, mm, mm. And like barking at its face. Yeah. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> and I held buddy back. And I told the coyote to get out of there. And it just ran off. Yeah, I know he was pissed. Oh, buddy, was so mad. You motherfucker. Ah, oh, I ruined. I was going to fuck his shit up. Oh. <laughs> he had been waiting. He, like. I smelled him like yesterday. <laughs> Two days ago. <laughs> so you want to know something crazy? about that so his trainer could actually connect into dogs right like naturally I would wind up meeting someone like that so like she was able to tell me so much about buddy right but I remember he we were talking about uh, this was coming up to Christmas and he was concerned about something so she asked him and he wasn't like shy to say it so we had to kick some of the dogs out And so it was just finally him and Bear, his, like, best friend, right? Which was a German Shepherd. Yeah, that's dope. Right? Bear. Right, exactly. (laughs) He was a great dog, and Bud loved him. Um, But anyways, he's saying this to Wanda, and and she looks at, she's like, okay, okay. And then she looks at me, and I'm like, okay, well, what? And she says, well, um, two things. He's worried about you, and I was like, okay, worried about me, how? And she's like, you're going to be, you, you're worrying about something. And at that time, I wasn't, right? And she's like, he's just going to be there to, to make sure that you're okay and whatnot, but he's worried about you, you know, like, because you're going to, you're, you're worrying about, he's like, are you worried about money? And at that time, I wasn't, right? And then she's like, and the second thing is, he wishes that you let him chase the coyote. <laughs> No fucking way. Yes. Hold on. So this was on like the 22nd, 23rd of December. <laughs> he was holding on to this. No. No, it gets even better. Right. It gets even better. 
this is on the 22nd, 23rd of Christmas that we have this dinner and, and, and she tells me this. And then um, I, on the 24th, I get really, really super high, yeah. like off of cookies that I made, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, a lot of weed and I'm like just sitting there and I just completely body stone out. And it was great for a moment, then all of a sudden... Took that left turn. Took that left turn, and I started worrying about finances. And this was, I think, 2015. Could be 2016. I'm not too sure, but I'm freaking the fuck out. And it takes me at least ten minutes to just calm myself down and go, you know what, we'll just... Just get through right now. You're really high. Just get through right now. We'll worry about it and we'll deal with it tomorrow. But you're, it's okay. And it's just me and Buddy by myself. And basically, in a sense, this was like the first year that we didn't do Christmas as a family. Right? And, uh, like, really didn't do much. Right? I wasn't needed anywhere. And so... I just took it easy, right? And I woke up whenever the fuck I wanted to wake up with, and me and Buddy went for a Christmas Day walk. And we're walking down to 7-Eleven, and I have, for some reason, I'm like, I should have you on leash. And a ki- you know 7-Eleven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That area there, right? It's indeed. Indeed. And this is um, 7 o'clock in the morning. Because we didn't even, I don't even think I slept yet. I think I stayed up through the night because I was so high and I was just enjoying the ride. Yeah, yeah. Right? And uh, so as we're getting down to 7-Eleven, guess who crosses the street there? Fucking Coyote. Coyote. And Buddy just loses his shit. And he looks at me like he's on leash and he's tugging. And I'm like, no. Don't you dare. (laughs) And he just crumbles at me and just continues on. (laughs) Wow. She said he wishes you would let him chase the coyote. <laughs> wow, the fuck would she know that? Well, obviously she talked to him. Mm-hmm. But sheesh. Right, that's crazy. <laughs> How would he know that? Right. He was seeing the future. Right, that's insane. That's why I loved him, man. Like, that bond and that connection, because he was like... What I think I did really... Like, what I did with him is kind of like what I get to help people with. Right, so I got to just unlock everything I possibly could with him. Now, I was also really hard with him. And people would have probably... There was times when people would probably have taken him away from me. Right? But at the end of his life, he was walking... He, By the end of his life, for the last year and a half to two years, he never wore a collar. And we walked two times a day around my town. For one year... The first year that they started instating all of these new laws against dogs, they had a zero tolerance policy in the town. Think about this, Casey. In the, only in the town that I lived in, did they have a zero off leash policy. Wow. Zero tolerance. Wow. That's wild. System. Indeed. Right, and we still did it every single day. The first year I paid $400 in fines. The next year I paid $100. The third year I saw the dude up ahead, leashed Buddy up, and I swear to God he saw me too. But I leashed Buddy up, 
and it was the guy that gave me the hundred, the the second fine this the, of that year, and then the same year I had to put Buddy down. So we never got to conclude. But dude, I tell you not. I hated every walk, be, not because of him, but because of those people. Because I had to live in fear of, I mean, I live in Canada, and I had a uh, civics, they're called civics officers here. Yeah. I had a civics officer call the cops on me because I wouldn't leash my dog off. He followed me for 40 minutes. Oh, wow. And the cop had, like, her hand on her gun the whole time. And she's like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm, I look back at her and I was like, I agree. And she's like, are you choking around with me? What? Wow. We're talking about whether or not a dog who, for the last 40 minutes, went through heavy traffic areas... heavy traffic areas and they're still questioning if he should be on a leash or not didn't he prove that he could just do the same thing as us that he's not causing a problem why the, then what are, what are we talking about here what are we actually talking about here we're talking about people trying to control other people but I'm not supposed to be upset about that I'm just supposed to be like Oh, I should leash him up. Would you like to be leashed up, dude? No. At all? Never. So if you were granted freedom, he was granted freedom, to put him on a leash, in my opinion, is absolutely cruel. And to put him, put any dog on a leash is absolutely cruel, in my opinion. What we should be doing is integrating them into society. I agree. Right? Learning, teaching them how to do it right. right and there are some bad dogs out there but guess what buddy wasn't one of them right. so he shouldn't have been bad fucking people yes know? there's shitty three and four year old kids right. that are worse than buddy that are off leash right. <laughs> it was ridiculous to me man I had the cop there for at least five to ten minutes having her tell me to put my dog on a leash and me asking why And the only reason why I leashed him up was because of my mom. Because I had her ringing in my head. Because I, I, dude, I would rather at the end of the day put Buddy on a leash than spend a day without him and him in the pound and me in jail. Because that's where it would have led. Because I would have been, it would have, it would have gone up a level in their books to now I'm interfering with something. And once you interfere with something, What happened to being able to stand up for yourself? Yeah. Mm. How come I'm not allowed to stand up for myself in those situations? Stand up for him? Well, the law just expects you to lay down and abide. But isn't that just people being bullies to other people? Indeed. 100%. Aren't we supposed to stand up to bullies? I agree. 100%. Right, but like... And then I'm supposed to be sympathetic towards other people when they're not sympathetic towards me 
seems so bizarre. <laughs> Extremely. Because why? Because I'm the the bigger person. It's overrated sometimes. <laughs> humans, man. Dealing with humans who don't know what it means to be human. I mean, think about what the word hue is. What's what's a hue? Color. Sure. Exactly. It's a colored man. Okay. Colored being. We're all just a different color of a different rainbow. And then, you know, in a, in a bigger spectrum of another rainbow, and a bigger spectrum of another rainbow, and a bigger spectrum of another rainbow. Or a smaller spectrum and a bigger thing. You know what I mean, though. Right? But what upsets me is that I get it, and I do my best to at least be proactive about it. Then there are people that get it, and do absolutely nothing. And then there's people that hear about it and don't get it at all. And therefore do absolutely nothing. And then there's the ciphers, the ones that just want to be completely ignorant to the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And never know about it. Yeah. And the thing is, is that so now we're talking about, you know, you're over here. And you have to be sympathetic for 75% of the rest of the population, or more. When, and it always goes this way. It never goes, it, do you ever see it go back that way? Right? No one's really empathetic towards the people that actually genuinely get it. Right? They just, you're supposed to be sympathetic towards the people that don't. Yeah, <clears throat> that is the truth. But then when you talk about that and you have an opinion about it... You're still not being... You're the bad guy, so you lose no matter what. No matter what, if you get A's in class, you're the worst person in the world. Yeah. Right? Except that that's not how it works in the school system. It's the only place that that one analogy probably nice. does not work and backfires against me. Right. Talking about another institution. Right. But in a general sense, dude. That's very apt. It very much is. That's just the way life is for a lot of people. Yeah. Right? So, like, I was thinking about it because of our conversation that we had earlier, right? About, um, just like people paying attention and stuff right and now I forget where I was going with that so that sucks um, but it's like it, it boils down to this right is we're tribe right and we're like kind of like it my like we're all tribes within like we're one big tribe and then we're tribes within that tribe right so like you have yours right Rick has his Nin has his right everyone else has theirs right and my tribe is the leaders of those tribes right 
so I don't expect to be the leader of your tribe. I just expect to be someone, like a guide towards, right, the out, like to the 12 leaders of those tribes to like spread that wisdom down. Indeed. Right? And so like, I th- sometimes when it kicks back to me, it feels like people going, well, who made you leader? And the only answer that I ever really like can think of and go back to was, I did. And who did? Right? Because I think a lot of, one of the things that people get pissed off about is it takes a lot from them for me to listen. Right? Because if you're giving me advice that I've already thought about, how does that help me? Honestly, like yeah. not trying to be a dick, Indeed. not trying to be a jerk, but if, if, if I've already thought about that and I've thought of numerous angles, if you're not bringing me any new information, how does that help me? Which means now, I now have to do damage control on how much I hurt your feelings for saying I've already thought about that. Right. And now you're putting, like, and now I'm being put in a spot where I have to look after someone who's trying to help me when I didn't ask for that to begin with all I asked for was that person to do their job which isn't to help me or heal me it's to lead your tribe the best that you possibly can so that when all of our tribes combine we're heading in one direction properly how hard is that? am I... Am I am I thinking incorrectly there? No, I don't think so. Right? So like that's why I get upset. Right? Mm-hmm. Is because of that. Right? I feel like I'm the leader simply because I'm being asked the advice. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that at the end of the day will probably still be the one that has to see it through. Mm-hmm. Like let's say that you and I went into the lights business together and you somewhat fell off, right. guess who would still be trying to sell lights? Right. Yeah. Me. Right. right? It just would be. Yeah. Right? Like, whenever, like, when, when I was helping up up in Canada, like, teaching and training, you know, the, the, the staff, yeah. right? If they quit halfway through, who had to complete the orders? Right. Yeah. So, shouldn't I be able to at least self-proclaim myself as leader if I'm the one that's going to see it through no matter what if they're going to quit you're not a leader right leaders don't quit leaders want to take the like leaders do one of two things they either take the final shot or they get the ball to the right spot for the final shot but it's somewhere in that rotation they either take that final shot and that's the first option and if that option ain't there they're making sure that that ball gets to the actual person that's going to take that shot. But the thing is, is that that person, that leader, when he passes that ball over to that dude, has to have 100% certainty that they don't have to say shit to that person, that that person knows what the fuck they're doing. And that has to be unspoken. And that's what I'm looking for in people. I shouldn't have to tell everything, every step, all of those things, right, for people to actually 
No, I agree. Well, I right? percent agree to that. Right? Like, but I do think as a leader, you still have to come down at, off of that and tell people certain things. Or, you know, you're just waiting for that ball to be, that ball to be dropped so you can watch it drop. You know, I feel like that is also the position of a leader as well. You know. So should they just not be on the court? The person? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You don't really know when somebody quits until they get the ball in their hand if they're on the court. Right. You know, it's like you. It's like once you see that happen, the leader decides what's next. But for the most part, you know, you at some point in time. I, and 100% I agree. I, I do agree, but I also think as a leader, you know, if you, you see the ball about to be dropped, either, you know, you let it be known or you get the ball from that person, mm-hmm. you know. Because, I mean, at that point, you're just watching the ball get dropped to say that you saw it about to drop. Mm-hmm. Just to know? be right. Just to be right, you know. And, and that doesn't, that doesn't help. propel the game at no, all. No, that doesn't help the team. <laughs> it doesn't. You know, you gotta learn how to cut people faster. One hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, I want to do. Right. But I agree. I one hundred percent agree with you. It's not fun. <laughs> it's all, and it's only not fun because deep down, dude. I don't really want to be a leader. Like, can you get that from me? Well, for sure. It's just in me. Because I also don't want to follow. And I think the problem is, and the issue, and the the challenge, or whatever the fuck people want to call it, to be on a positive side, right, is that scares people. Because they've grown up believing that there are leaders and there are followers and there's nothing in between. But I don't need to lead and I don't need to follow. I can be my own dude. I'm capable of going on my own walks. Right? right? Entertaining myself. Have you ever heard me say to you, I'm bored? No. Because if you're going to go and do something, that's fine. I'll figure something else out. Even if I am kind of like a little bit like tr- trying to figure out what to do to be creative, right. I still will never admit that I'm bored. Right. <laughs> because to me, that's giving up. Yeah. Right. That just says, screams out to me, I lack imagination. Right. I lack a connection to that thing. Yeah. Right. So, mm-mm. Right, and oh, this is kind of where it was leading to. I'm tired of changing. I'm tired of changing for people. And I don't think people quite understand how much I've had to, over my years, change so that other people feel comfortable with me being around. It's exhausting. I'm sure. It's exhausting to always go to other people's levels because they're not capable of going to yours. Mm-hmm. All by choice. Yeah. Because people choose not to be able to swim out that far because they believe it's too scary. Mm-hmm. 
or they're not willing to put in the work to climb their way up or what, however you want to envision it. Right? They just... So it always feels like no matter what, I have to change. And nobody else does. And I get that people feel like they still have to change for me. I get that. But they're not changing for me. They're becoming better selves of themselves. Right? They're becoming their higher selves just for me being around. Right? Right? So when I leave, I revert. I can go back to being me at this level. Where they're now gone from like 75 to 81. Leveled up really quickly. Because I've come down from, you know, like, 95. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, but, like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I'm an absolute nobody in this world, and I'm not a Kanye West or, you know, a Mark Zuckerberg or Gary Vee or, you know, anybody, like, in my network that I know that's done well. Yeah. Right? Because I'm not one of those people. I think people just see me as common folk. Oh, for sure. And so when I say stuff like that, I just come off as egotistical and condescending. Indeed. Why? Because I'm not chasing around this identity that I need to be like or as such, like Kim Kardashian and the rest of those fucking idiots that right. you follow. Right. Well, right? Like that I'm not that I'm not playing in your dumb rat race of whatever <clears throat> you think is important. Indeed. Right? That I've found comfort and solace and you know, happiness and joy and whatever the fuck you want to call it, peace. In the fact that I like wearing sweatpants, I like wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to dress up to feel important around you. If 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 that's what's important to you, we're going to have trouble. Yeah. Because what's important about me has nothing to do with the external of me. That's, I, that's the tip of the iceberg. This right here is the tip of the iceberg. Which to a lot of people it seems like the entire iceberg. Right. They live their iceberg life on the outside. To me, 90%, 80% of my mass is inside. And by judging me by this, you lose. Indeed. So by judging me by the fact that I am not statistically in this class up here, yeah. right? Which is all status is, right? Yeah. A statistic? Right. Yeah. Right? Right? Since I'm not here and I'm considered here with the rest of the common folk because I like living that way, right? I'm also treated that way. For the record, I don't like living this way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I'm tired of being around the common folk. Common folk. just want to be a be somewhere else. <laughs> I'll go visit the common folk. <laughs> <laughs> well, continue. you know what I mean, though. I do, I do. I right, do. I'm talking about, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. I, do, I know exactly what you mean. Being just... This is who I am. Yeah. Exactly. Right, like, if I could find fashion designers that would just do, like, comfortable clothing, comfortable, functional clothing, yeah. I would only wear that for the rest of my life. I believe it. You know, like how He's Steve Jobs right. had his turtleneck and fucking yeah, pants jeans. right that's yeah. what I would have yeah. all the time just yeah. a rainbow collection of that right because I don't fuck trends fuck all of those things those are distractions yeah. right they're distractions not from being successful at life yeah. but having a great experience on this planet 
That's what matters. That's what I said to you in the car. That's what matters. Your experience here matters. If your experience sucks, then you're not going to have a good review about being here. But why does, for most people, why does the experience suck? Because they've compared themselves to something that they don't actually or aren't supposed to be. They're elephants trying to be monkeys climbing a tree. Instead of being elephants stamping away and right. moving their trunks up and down and yeah. doing cool ass things, they're lions, they're dolphins and you know whales, yeah. right? They're not monkeys. Not everyone's a monkey. Not everyone's a lion. If we're all the same like that, yeah, you know what? Life would probably get a little bit redundant and boring. Indeed it would. Right. So stop trying to be a Kardashian because you ain't going to be a Kardashian. You shouldn't even want to be one of those things. They're fabricated living. Right? And to idolize people like that, you know, including Beyonce and Jay-Z, including all the heroes that people have, right? You really should just be looking out for yourself, man. Not you. No, I know. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. And so because I understand that, I feel like I get punished because on the outside I probably look like I'm a 70 maybe a 65 oh okay I get what you mean I thought you meant age no right Right, low like in in like status yeah 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 right no I probably look like I'm 30 yeah yeah (laughs) maybe 32 yeah yeah you you look like you're like touching 30 like 30 30 right there so I'm doing okay yeah you're doing good you're doing good right but like as on the external in 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 the in the game of life right I'm probably you know what let's be honest I could even be close to 50 in that like in that range yeah right of of, like a of a score given yeah out of all of it right yeah 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 yeah. right and yet that's only 20% of me right the deeper you go if we were ranked on that, I would be up so much higher than most of those people, yeah. simply because of what I understand and know and, and can grasp and the, the connections I have yeah. of outside of this stuff, yeah. right? So that's why I say like I'm from a, like coming from a 95 yeah. down to like there, helping people raise their level because like if you think about it, think about what happens when you multiply. When you, or like when you average out 95 and 80, right? That 80 goes up to an 85, but that 90 drops down to a 95 or an 85. So who's losing? And that's every time. And I'm okay with it as long as the other party at some point steps up when I need assistance to get back up to that 95 and doesn't give up on me because they loved me at 95 even though they can't accept me at 95 they loved me there yeah. right but they can't accept me there yeah. so when I fall and I drop and I come down to a level where I've lifted them up too and it feels like now we're on the same level yeah. they can't handle that or if they come a little bit above it because I've pushed them up. Yeah. Do you think they're reaching their hand down? Yeah. Now they're just saying, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right? See you later. 
right? And what normally happens is this. And I go back up to 95 at some point, and they drop a couple of levels. Yeah. We can't... I, how do I talk about that? Without it coming across as completely egotistical, condescending, narcissistic, all of these stupid-ass labels that people use against people that can actually help them? Yeah. Well, you don't. I mean, you do just... You just talk about it. And let them deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know? What are you doing? Cutting my hair off. Mm. Because it gets in... Yeah. I feel you. I feel like that's something only curly-haired people actually have to deal with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you just talk about it and let them decide for what they want to do with that. There's no way, because you have to have that conversation at some point in time. They have to be able to understand it, too. Yeah, I agree. If they can't, then there's no good, right? Yeah. Like off the course, Scotty. It 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 took me I had to yell at Buddy. Like fucking I lost my mind one day on Buddy. Um, across the street from the seven eleven because he was about to walk. Yeah. And I fucking just, just like nudged him and kneed him and I was like, Don't you ever yeah. do that yeah. and I was like fucking yelling at him. Right. And people were all looking around. Yeah. And I looked back at them. And did one of these. Right. <laughs> right, and they're like, why are you yelling at your dog? I'm like, if your kid, if you had a kid, and your kid was about to cross that street, right. you would probably do the same thing. Right. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Right? But because, understand the because he's a dog, yeah. they looked at it, they looked down on Buddy. I never looked down on Buddy as, as as him being lesser than me. Yeah. Indeed. Ever. Because I didn't think he was. I thought he was different than me. Because he explored, he experienced the world on four legs. Yeah. I only experienced it on two. Right. But you know what? I bet you at the end of the at, at the end of his like career life or whatever it is, yeah. as a dog. Yeah. He will have a higher score right. on experience wise because he enjoyed life so much more than me right. <laughs> so who lived a better life right. me or him even though he got scolded and yelled at him he never did that to me right. and that's not true he made me feel like shit sometimes because right. right. he was good at that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Miss, uh, hmm? miss, uh, I bet man it's hard right Especially if we haven't, you know, like, I've, I think, between you and I, mm -hmm. I've spent more time dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like I can't, you know. You got too much else to deal with? Yeah. 100%. I just feel like I'd shut down if I just 100% tackled a lot of the things that I feel like ailed me. Because I don't know, man, I guess... I feel like some of the things that I'm dealing with are just going to be things that I'm dealing with for quite some time, you know? I don't think, I think new experiences are going to change it. I don't think, like, actually being in it will help me right now. I just feel like it's counterproductive for me, you mm -hmm. know? Because uh, I just lose all motivation to do a lot of things, you know? 
<clears throat> yeah, because we're at different spots. Yeah. Right, I'm in that spot that I yeah. want that motivation back. Yeah. Right, and that's where I get my motivation back is in that area. Yeah. So if I deal with that and can let that go, yeah, then it frees up space for me to actually. Right, and you know, man, like you know, I got a lot of closure out of uh, me and my last moment with Zion. Mm-hmm. You know, like we really did. You know, it's a little, a little different. You know. And I feel like I definitely got some closure in the last moments that I spent with him. You know, like, I kind of, I'm, the, like I said, I think the only thing that I'm really most mad about, man, is that I didn't spend more time with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what I'm, I'm more mad at than everything. But it's just made me realize a lot. I think that's what I think that's a big lesson of what death and loss teaches us is that entirely right is that you know like spending spending time doing the things and being around the people that you actually genuinely want to be around instead of right like it's that um, perks of a wallflower quote of being a wallflower right. but it's that we accept the love um, we think we deserve or something like that yeah. right so for a lot of it we take the easy way out We allow ourselves to do it. Nobody else tells us to. Nope. Nope. 100% self-inflicted. We're our worst enemy. Worst. Always will be, too. Until we're willing to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Again. And that's hard because... You could have done more. Yeah. You could have done a lot more. With him. Yeah. With your gramps. Yeah. With every single relationship that you've ever lost. Yeah. All of those things. Some of them you couldn't have. Some of them were just going to fuck off. <laughs> no matter what, right? Right. Right, but some of those relationships, you could have done a lot more just like in some of the relationships and a lot of my relationships I could have done a ton more yeah. I dude even while Buddy was alive I was beating myself up not spending I didn't feel like I spent enough time with him and I found a way to work from home <clears throat> where he could be around me all the time when I was working at that place until it got too hot for him and he had to stay home, he was in the car. Yeah. He went with me everywhere. And I still feel like I didn't spend enough time with him. Right? 
and that's like a big that's the thing is though looking back at it I can't regret that anymore I spent the amount of time that I spent with him and I have all these great moments in time with him right and sure at the end things got messy and you know fell off and whatnot, but I can't beat myself up about it anymore I already kicked the shit out of me right I just I don't think there's a person that loved him more than me Right, like, and I'm talking the difference between, like, a planet and a universe. Distance. Like, in size and scale of, like, the next person. Of my mom loving him to me loving him was that. Right, or my mom might have loved him the size of a solar system and Eric maybe a planet, but still. Right, like... And I'm sure the same was with you and Zion. Yeah. I'm just at that fucked up spot where I just... I can't even cry. I don't know, man. Would you rather be in the spot that no matter every time you talk or think about them, you do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll tell you, it's different. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And I was doing really well last night, too. Because I was looking through some of his stuff. Yeah. And I finally got to this one video. And I was like, done. Yeah. I can't even look through a lot of his shit, still. I bet. It's tough, man. I do it, I force myself to, because I worry that I'm going to forget about him, because that happens to me a lot, too. Like, I will forget about people, dude. And it sucks. And then I'll remember them. Just trying to think. The what? Said a lot about the crime part. Gotta let it out, man. You gotta let that out. One thing is, is that you'll feel so much better. Because what happens if you don't? What happens if you let go of them? That's probably scarier than holding on to them, isn't it? That's why most people stay numb. That's why most people don't want to push through that pain. Let go. Because when you do, and you get to acceptance, that's it. You realize that they're never coming back. You realize that that's it. That's the amount of time you got with them. 
and all you can do is give 100% to the next thing that comes. You can't ever give 100% to that thing you just lost. And so you let it go when you're ready. But we hold on for fucking dear life until then. Don't you have anything to say about everything, man? I don't know. I don't even know, man. I don't know where to start. Do you think that's the issue? Isn't that you have so much to say and you don't know what to say? You just don't know what spot to put that nail and hammer or whatever it is and start cracking holes in that dam. Right. I don't know, man. I just feel like... I feel like... I don't know. It's just this thing in me lately. It just feels kind of reductive to even talk about it because I don't feel like people will actually understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm constantly being grouped in. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's hard to explain what I'm coming from. I don't even know what I am, man. I don't even know why I feel the way I do. You know, I have zero clue about it all, and I feel so propelled to do specific things. So propelled, and I don't feel like I actually have any value to put forth to do it. You know? I don't know. I just... I don't know, man. I don't, I don't even know. It's just so much. supposed to be something that I'm not in order to do something that I can't now and I don't think I'll ever be this thing that I'm supposed to be or that people want me to be what's that or that the world wants me to be or I don't know this leader or this this person that is supposed to to help you know something somehow I don't know man sometimes I just feel like Everyone would rather someone else for the job, but because no one's going to do it, they'll just take what they get, but not be happy about it at all. You know? I don't know, man. I just don't even know how to start. You start with whatever's closest. First thought, that's it. I don't know. The first thought is that I don't think anybody will ever actually understand how I feel. Okay. How do you feel? I don't know. It's. Can I offer something then? How do you expect other people to understand how you feel if you can't express it? Right? If you think about it that way? Right? Like, how do you. 
there's no way that anyone could ever understand how you feel, how I feel, or anybody else if we don't learn how to properly express that. Do you feel hurt? Angry? Yeah, for sure. What are you angry about? This conversation? <laughs> Not at all. Right, but what are you angry about? Just acknowledge it, because it's absolutely okay to be angry about shit. Being angry that your grandpa got taken away from you? No. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely angry that I didn't get to spend the time with him. That I... I don't know, but I... Mm-hmm. There's so much to him, my grandpa, man. I, I feel like I knew him, but I didn't really know him, you know? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in his right when uh, for the majority of me growing up and uh, whatever that is is bugging me out there? yeah but um, I just feel like I never knew him and I had to kind of I'm not looking for that I'm looking at this guy Here. Look at this small dude. Right near me, huh? He's putting webs in places. It's gonna get knocked down. He knows. Good. It's about the art. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he just needed something <laughs> to do. <laughs> but okay. You know, and um, that's just one thing, man. Now, who, who are you angry at? I don't know if I'm mad at everyone or myself. Well, I definitely know I'm mad at myself. Why can't it be both? It's definitely both. Then there you go. You know. Right? Is it okay for it to be both? I think so. It should be. Mm-hmm. Are you... Is it just people you're mad at? The experience? <laughs> the experiences. Being put in that spot. Yeah. The system. Right. The, All of it. The communities, man. The, the way we communicate. The values. The customs. Shit that I even enjoy participating in. I still see the detrimentality in. Even while I'm participating. Mm-hmm. You know? I still see it all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't know, man. I just feel like... I just feel like... I'm just changing, man. And I just don't feel like people are ready for the person that I'm changing into. Because this person is giving less of a shit about how people feel about anything that I say. Mm-hmm. Anything. Just 100% less and less. It's just decreasing by the day. And I'm just feeling so fed up. And I don't know if that's good or bad. You know, I don't know if I should do some self-reflecting on 
maybe I'm the problem. I don't know. Maybe. Is it the people that you're around? And I'm not, like, saying present company. I'm just saying, like, is it where you are? Because you're changing, you're growing. Indeed. Right? And so, like, you're getting taller, spiritually. Yeah. Or existence-wise. Yeah. Right? And, like, other people aren't growing at the same pace that you are. That's yeah. tough. It is. Right? Because now you, in a sense, are going to their level. And it's not a negative thing, it's just a reality thing. Yeah. Right? And, but the thing is, is that you can't deny the fact that you're growing. And the other thing is, is that you can't beat yourself up about it. And what is probably the hardest thing for us is realizing that they don't want to grow. And that at some point, no matter what, we have to say goodbye. And then there's those situations that we have zero control on that are just going to hurt us no matter what. Right? Like Zion. Like your grandpa. Like your grandma. Like your mom. Your uncles. And anyone else that you've ever actually become attached to. When those cords get ripped out and get that connection gets taken away. Right? And then you start building up these walls. Or you can. But you know that that doesn't help anybody. I'm a living example of that. Right. <laughs> right? I'm terrified of getting to know people, getting close to them, because... When you feel that connection at that deep a level... That... Even missing a second after they're gone, of thinking about all of the time that you could have spent with them, getting to know them, getting to understand them, being with them, just being around them while they were still alive. Regret can eat you alive. Let it eat the old you. Let the new one out. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst? You think your mom would stop loving you? You think your grandma would ever stop loving you? Then what's the worst thing that can happen? You have to be a, this completely other person than you ever thought you would be? And everything that you created in your head's a lie? Is that an issue? Welcome to the rest of the 7.5 billion of us yeah. <laughs> who also yeah. have troubles letting things go. We have that in common across the board. Everybody down this street, down that street, in Jonesboro, in Atlanta, on this planet has that issue. We just deal with it differently. And if we just allowed it to be a little bit more acceptable, think about how much better we'd be. It's okay that you can't let shit go, because what happens if you let it go? I hold it no more. 
What happens when you take all of the clothes of the weight that you like? What happened to the weight that you lost? It's gone. It's gone. When you drop off all those clothes into that bin, what happens to those clothes? They're gone. They're gone. Are you ever gonna get them back? No. You can only have the memories, right? Yeah. But if you still hold on to them, guess what you can do? Still have them. Still have them. You might still wear them, even though you'll never wear them again. Right. <laughs> know what I mean? I do. You know what the hardest part is? Never going to be able to go on another walk with Buddy. Mm. But you know what? From the day that he was... God, man, he was only like three months old. Four months old. To the day that he was almost 11. I took him for at least one walk a day. If not two or three. I have... Like two or three thousand walks with him under my books over the last ten years and you know what upsets me the most about them is that I used to get mad at him because I had to go on these walks with him I'd love to go on one right now with him I can't ever get that back and if I let go of that I may never get that again but if I hold on to it I'm never going to move forward. Letting go of shit's hard. And what is also hard is letting new stuff in. Once you recognize that fucking pattern and you notice, because loss is hard, isn't it? Does it matter if they're alive or dead? No matter what, loss is hard. Because I'm sure you were feeling shitty when your grandpa was alive, too. Yeah. I'm sure you were feeling shitty when Zion was still alive. Yeah. Right? Because it's hard. Because you knew that at some point there's going to be a day and you're going to wake up and they won't be there. And that's tough. Because that day comes. You can't avoid it. And it just happens. And you just deal with it. And the thing is that it doesn't get better until we choose it to. I'm sure time makes it a little bit easier. But... I know he's not coming back. And what's fucked is I know that. I know that there'll be another pup. Like you, I'm not ready for it, but I know. Right? Just like... You know, at least with them... We have a second chance. We don't get one with, like humans you're never going to get a second grandpa unless you go meet a whole bunch of older gentlemen <laughs> right but you know and, and so I get that that one see I never got to meet mine really 
never really got to know any of my grandparents. And that's probably why, like, Buddy hit so hard. But at least I got to the point with me and him now that I can look at a lot of it and just be grateful that I had the time. It's not about the time that I lost with him. Yeah. No, it's like that with everybody, dude. Including myself. Because a big part of me is going too. shit just doesn't help. But letting go of it just seems so final. It does. I mean, that's the situation I'm having with my ex, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. But you do know why. through the ranks of this society don't even seem hard in my head. The hard part is like deciding to fucking deal with my shit in me. Like, just be strong in myself. to me that hopes that people can look deep enough to see that I do have an ability to forgive.
be okay with all of this. Well, that nothing happened. That nothing happened. I just keep waking up wishing that that was all a dream, man. That last year just didn't happen. I just want to roll over and Zion's right there. And she's right there. Go upstairs. I would rather make the same mistake twice just to experience it again. Just to feel it again. Like I would rather go back to a bad world. It's not proven at all. in a world of constant calamity in myself where I'm okay with that. I'm so okay with the way that I live, the way that I destroy my body. I'm okay with all of that. I swear. It's just the translation. It doesn't compute here. It's not that big. Let me know if you want a hug. <laughs> it goes both ways. What about it? Come here, man. You gotta let it out, dude. You have to acknowledge these things. And you don't know what's going to change next. I don't know what's changing, you know. I guess I'm just so afraid of what's next, man. Mm -hmm. You know? Used to be so certain. So certain. And now. <laughs> it's just what's next. I don't even like the accident for reading today. <laughs> I just don't want to know. I just rather be surprised. <laughs> I feel you. Scary that information. <laughs> it is.
times I feel like I'll never actually be good enough to be to be the leader that you or did. You See? Know, you know? <laughs> I am absolutely certain that almost all great leaders, except for the sociopathic ones <laughs> and the psychopathic ones, yeah. felt exactly the same way. But the question is, can you see yourself becoming the leader that you see? Sometimes I don't even know. Some days... I do, but other days I feel like I might just be reaching. Because, like, like, yeah. Like, it just might be something grandiose that, I, that the trees didn't actually speak to me. That I'm just projecting. Hmm. That, you know, that there's nothing different about the trees. That, like, that there's nothing di- different about me. That I'm just somebody hoping and wishing and trying do something that's inevitable, you know, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, what if you're not meant to be the leader that we see until you're 35. Why can't that be okay? And why can't us, me, her, everybody else, hold that spot for you until you get there? Think about like booking a hotel for your 35th birthday and you're only like, a dope hotel, penthouse, right, and you're only 23, but you know by the time that you're 35, you can have that, so you book it at 23, or at least you allow us to book that for you, knowing full well that you have the ability to be there, if you choose to, but if you don't, we'll cancel the reservation, that's fine, as long as you become the leader that you want to be. Or, fuck it. Throw out leader. Just be the being that you want to be. And I think that is a much bigger challenge because if you can't see yourself as being a leader, what good are you? Who the fuck are you? What is Arthur without the round table? You know what's crazy is that the being that that's, that I want to be is a leader. You know, and for so long I didn't want to be one. You know, it's like every person of authority or in a leadership role for me or mentors, just somebody as I was rising through the ranks always pushed me towards this. I didn't want it at that time. I just wanted to be. But 
realize that I'm very capable of doing it. I guess currently the truth is I don't know if I'm going to do it all the time. You know, because I don't get the luxuries of doing certain things. Mm -hmm. I don't get the luxuries of not doing the things that I know I need to do in order to get there. Sometimes, man, I feel like I've put myself in a box, a really big box that I can grow inside. I can grow, and this box will grow with me as long as I keep growing. But <laughs> I want a bigger box, but I don't want to grow sometimes, you know? I don't want to fucking have to not be 23 sometimes. I want to be young and dumb with it. I realize how stupid that is, mm -hmm. you know. I realize how stupid that is, you know, man. I'm telling you, bro, like, when I'm in those clubs, in those bars, I literally have to drink myself into enjoyment, mm -hmm. you know. Like, in order for me to forget how unproductive this is let alone for society but for me for me I think about how much fucking time I've wasted every time I've wasted and I almost why it's just like why do I waste the time man, if I'm not gonna enjoy wasting my time you know and I feel like I'm just stuck in that cycle of wanting to break away from this mission, this this journey for greatness of myself, for 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 will and discipline. And then other times I wanna leave all of this behind and just go conquer it. I don't wanna let this go. I don't wanna let the bitches go. I don't want to let the fucking cigarettes go, the drugs, the pointless times. You know, I've had so much fun in those moments. I've made so much, I've made sense of so many things in those moments. I said I was going to do so much, and I was on that feeling, that rush, you know. I remember at fucking, at, uh, in Mexico, I remember, like, being inspired by one of the sets, man, you know, fucking LSD, you know, hella alcohol, it just, it was just a great, it was just great, man, I remember looking at the vision, I mean, the, uh, the, the, uh, imagery that they had during the music, looking at the setup, the crowd, the energy, and, you know, the Nate, the whole Sun Ray thing, having fucking talk to him, mm -hmm. you know, and I was so inspired that when I get back, I wanted, I wanted to hit the ground running how he hit the ground running, mm -hmm. you know, like, getting that Sundar thing started, I actually don't know if he's still doing it, yeah. um, I mean, there's, I'm in a chat with another one, he said that it was like, somebody said like, oh, we have to meet him or something, he's like, next week, so this would be the week he said he was on vacation or something, mm -hmm. But, you know, I wanted that tenacity, man, that will, and, and I don't know, I felt like I had it for a day, and it just, 
I lost the translation again. You know. The luggage didn't arrive. <laughs> Same time I did. I feel like we're still waiting for that luggage to get here now. And I mean, I feel it, man. Like, I feel like I have, for the music and for the business, I have some really great ideas and some really good simple ideas and some new techniques that I want to apply. I want to get more savvy with music. Mm -hmm. I have it in me, man. Like, music's there. The the work ethic is there. The the know-to-do is there. I just... I feel like I give up on myself so easily, you know, like, if, if, if this was somebody else's brand vision, or, I don't know, man, like, if this was something that I could see a result from next week or something, I'd bust my ass, mm-hmm. like, it was the end of time till next week, but because I, I have, I don't want to wait till my 35th birthday to be that leader, you know? I don't. I know. You don't. But I'm 39. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And by the time that that happens, yeah. I'll be 51. Jeez. <laughs> and I get, I get it. You don't want to wait. Right, but what you're really battling with isn't anybody else. No. It's two people. It's that guy right there. Right. And that guy right there. Right. <laughs> and I'm in the middle. And you're holding on to both of their hands. That's so true. And I don't know which one to let go. Yeah. That guy's your past. All of the... Like, this guy right here... Is the guy that wants to be that, the 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 23 year old, common people, 23 year old, right? And then this guy over here, right, is like your your legend status, right? Of like you accomplishing, like who, it's it's like who you've been, and what you're used to and comfortable with, and who you're going to become, right? And you're holding on to both. Because you can see both. And this guy, you've already done all the work. That guy, you ain't done any... Well, you've done some, but you ain't done as much as you could, right? Right, indeed. And that's a lot more work to do. So I get it. It makes sense, right? Mm 